Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Gamer Heroes. I am Derek. I've got my co-host, John, with me. We're back. What's up? We are back. It's been, uh, February has been a bumpy, bumpy month. Um, so we are releasing a special episode here on March 1st, uh, because we can. And, um, because it's been like almost, it's been like two and a half weeks since we've had an episode because so much is going on. But, uh, we'll talk all about that. We've got a lot to cover today. We'll be talking a lot about Overwatch. We've got some uh, esports things to cover, some things about a brand new character coming to the game that's in the PTR right now. We'll be talking a bit about loot boxes, uh, Rocket League, maybe a little bit about Turok, and uh, we'll also be talking Payday 2 and John's first impressions for the Switch version of the game. So, buddy, how you been, man? Good, good. Wrapping up uh, Planet Comic Con was probably about the best thing I could do for my sanity and and life in general. Um, <laughs> as you guys know, if if you were listening to previous episodes, I have been working to the wire trying to get um, products out, new things, and uh, it was very difficult to balance that on top of you know your life and everything else. So. I'm glad it's over. We did well. Um, had a lot of fun, but I'm ready to get back into playing games. I, I had been on a, a freeze, so I haven't been able to play video games for a long time. So I've been kind of trying to squeeze that in over the past week or two. Well, yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to play too much either. I've been playing um, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on my 3DS because I'm just trying to finish it at this point. Um, right. So long. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's longer long than game. I thought it was going to be. I never yeah. played the first one on GameCube, so uh, I'm just saying for what is it, twelve bucks or nineteen ninety nine? That game has got a lot of value. Well, so yeah, it is one of those like Nintendo Choice Select titles you can get for nineteen ninety nine. I, of course, was the idiot who spent like twenty five dollars on the regular <laughs> version of it just a couple of months before it became one of those select titles. Um, so you know, money money well spent, but. But yeah, um, but otherwise, I really haven't had much of a chance to play anything. I did, okay, so I did just get back into a completely meaningless, pointless game. Um, it's a browser-based game called Cookie Clicker. Oh my gosh, okay, <laughs> explain this. Okay, so so you've never played it then? No, I've never even heard of it. Okay, so this is a game that uh, I used to play a few years ago. Um, back when I was on a training team and we would be training support staff and sometimes the support staff would be too busy to do any training and we would be stuck at their building so there wouldn't really be much for us to do and uh, sometimes in our downtime we would play this game called Cookie Clicker. So it's a browser game and basically the game starts up with a giant chocolate chip cookie and you click on it and every time you click on it you earn a cookie. Okay. That sounds pretty simple. Then you can spend your cookies for upgrades. These upgrades may help you uh, click the cookie more often automatically or make your clicks count for more cookies. Or it will be other things that could make cookies for you like uh, cookie mines or farms or grandmas. And uh, it goes, it gets a little haywire later down where you can create like temples and rocket ships and go well beyond that where you're making literally millions of cookies a second and uh, just generating more and more cookie creation and so there's all these crazy upgrades and achievements that you can get and it's totally pointless um but a buddy of mine uh, who sits next to me at work started playing it again and uh, i just couldn't help it so we're playing it now and um 
Yeah, it's it's really ridiculous. It's still updated too, which is amazing. It actually had an update in 2018, um, which which is just funny to me, making it a little more efficient and stuff like that in your browser. So, cookie clicker, That's man. Cookie clicker. So, uh, where can people find this? It's just a browser game. You can just Google cookie clicker, and it's it's out there. <laughs> All right, I'm doing it. So it's totally free. <laughs> totally free. Um, no, there is no cost of any kind. It is not like a freemium game or anything like that. It's just straight up play the game and the, you, you purchase your upgrades with the cookies you earn by clicking the cookie and buying upgrades to automatically do that. So it's Oh my God, weird. I'm literally playing it right now. <laughs> it is, uh, it's a little interesting. So you just continue to click this really fast. Yeah. You can click it as fast as you can. And then you'll see these, these upgrades on the right that you can start to purchase. And the first ones are cursors that will automatically click it for you. So of course, early on you're getting like maybe three cookies a second or eight cookies a second. And then you start getting into the hundreds and the thousands and the millions of cookies a second. And, um, it gets a little out of hand. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this definitely gives you the old, uh, finger clicking workout here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's totally meaningless, totally pointless for fun kind of game. There's no direct competition. There's no multiplayer. There's no, you know, leaderboard really that I'm aware of. There is an official discord channel. Uh, if you want to talk to people about cookie clicker, so it's just a fun thing. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those kind of light-hearted internet games that you can play. So I've been playing that. I've been playing that. <laughs> I just unlocked an achievement called Wake and Bake. <laughs> See, there you go. Well, and it, okay, so the grandmas, if you get enough yes, grandmas... Yes, I just got a grandma. <laughs> so if you buy enough of them, and you have to have a lot, I'll, I'll tell you that, they create a hive mind and go Oh rogue. my god. So... That's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty great. So, so that's what I've been playing. But um, yeah, so let's let's go to the news, and then later we'll go back and talk to you, to you a bit about uh, Payday Two. So there sure. has been a lot of Overwatch news this yes. week. Yes, this week has been very heavy. So the big the the thing started off with things about the esports. So of course the Overwatch League is um, out there and strong. It's in week two of stage two. Um, Dallas has yet to win a game, uh, which <laughs> is sad for them. Kind of funny for me being a Philly boy. Um, but, uh, yeah. Hey, Hey, you just, you guys just got the super bowl. Okay. We did. I'm so happy. You so... have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I think you're done. Uh, it's all right. The, the, uh, the Philly team's not going to be winning any overwatch cup or anything like that, but. Um, people, of course, are watching these games, and you can get the the league skins for your Overwatch characters. As, as people know, you can purchase the the league tokens uh, to purchase skins. 100 tokens gets you a single character skin. Uh, we talked about that on a previous episode. Well, there are now some new ways to show your appreciation and excitement for your team. And the first way is something called cheering which is done in Twitch. If you watch the games through Twitch, of course, Twitch has this massive multi-million dollar partnership with the Overwatch League. And what you can do is you can buy what they call bits to cheer on a particular team during a match. And uh, to date, people have spent six figures, nearing $200,000 at this point, in um, bits, virtual bits, whatever you want to call them. And what you can do is, with these bits, um, you can unlock special skins. So the big one is there's a special Tracer skin that costs 40 million bits. Wow. And so, uh, so what does that kind of count to as far as like yeah. cost is concerned? gets a little complicated, of course. Um, a bit, if you buy them like, in their cheap bundled amount, you're looking at about one and a half cents per bit. Hmm. So that's interesting. So that, I mean, didn't they kind of warn us um, that they were going to be? I, I kind of felt like a couple months ago, or at least a month ago, there was some kind of uh, warning that they were going to start changing those things up. Um, well, they, I mean, th this is a new thing. These are very like unique bit only Twitch exclusive type items, I guess you could call them. 
um, which is a little weird. They did change up, though, um, the way you can get the League skins, which is really interesting. So before you had to buy League tokens and 100 tokens, you could purchase, like I said, a single character skin. Well, now, if you connect your Battle.net account to however you're watching the Overwatch League, um, you know, if you're watching it on Twitch, if you connect your Battle.net to Twitch, then it knows that you're watching matches. And you can earn huh. tokens for every match that you watch, which is really interesting. So um, basically, you earn one token per match. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. So you'd have to play a lot um, if you wanted to do it that way, that route. Uh, well, you'd have to, yeah, you have to watch a lot of matches. So PC Gamer did the math for me here, so credit to them. So in a given week, there are between 48 and 60 matches that are played because um there can be tie tie breakers there's not always tie breakers um so theoretically you could earn 60 tokens a week if you watched every single match and everything went into overtime Hmm. but you could get lucky a select number of people will win 100 tokens as a bonus per for a match that they've watched and it comes out to be like, well, not a really great percentage. <laughs> it's I was like, gonna say, like, how many do you have to actually watch before you think you can actually win that? So your 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 odds are about half a percent. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, according to PC Gamer, the Overwatch League, uh, and this is a quote: uh, um, Overwatch League has been averaging around a hundred thousand viewers at any given moment. If every one of those viewers had a properly linked account. 632 skins would be awarded at the end of the match. So, out of 100,000 people, uh, basically 0.632% of those people would earn 100 tokens. That's, I mean, that's incredible numbers. And then, and this is obviously an effort to help boost the, the league and right. kind of stimulate their own economy. Right. It's kind of interesting. It's a way for people who don't want to buy the tokens to earn the tokens is a way that you could look at it. And, you know, if you have a main and you have one team that you're interested in, if you watch for a few weeks and you watch the bulk of the matches, then you'll earn a couple of free skins. I mean, that's that is a fact. Um, So, you know, that's good. Kind of a nice incentive to watch. I mean, last time I recalled uh, watching the Philadelphia Eagles doesn't really get you anything. So it does not. (laughs) It does not. Um, so that's pretty. That's actually pretty cool. It stimulates their own economy, um, and it actually boosts popularity for their for their league, which is really genius. It's a cool way of showing a difference between physical sports and esports. Because in esports, while yes, it took time and money and resources to develop the skins, at the end of the day, they're not a physical thing. So at some point, you break even, and everything else is profit. And so they can give away some of that because it's a digital thing. Whereas like Mm -hmm. a jersey for, say, the Philadelphia Eagles and the NFL, each jersey has a cost to it. No matter how many jerseys they sell, every new jersey has some type of cost. There's a margin. Um, And just giving those away is immediately losing money. Whereas giving away a tracer skin doesn't necessarily lose them any funds, especially if if it's people who would not be buying the tokens. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and I, I mean, I'm sure they've got it down to a science where they're super efficient with it, and it's not very, it's not as hard as we think it is to make those. Yeah, I mean, it varies based on the game a bit. Um, you know, Overwatch, of course, is is very, very polished. There are a lot of skins for each character, so you know, there's a cost there. Mm-hmm. All Man, right. well, well, that's cool, guys. Go out there and watch the league. <laughs> yeah, watch. Watch a bunch of games. You still have more than half the season left. Almost, um, I guess, two-thirds of the season about, give or take. So, plenty of time to earn some tokens. Uh, But, of course, the big Overwatch news is the new character. Torb's uh, daughter, apparently. I watched the Origins. The Origins, weird. It doesn't even look like Torb, to be honest with you. When she's bat... Like, so maybe you can help explain that. In the Origin, it's like she's... um, I don't know. She's training with. It almost looks like uh, what's his name? Gosh, I'm drawing Ryan a blank Hart. here. 
Yes, yeah. thank you. It is. Yeah, so she, you're right. That was Reinhardt. Uh, Torb's like in it for two seconds when <laughs> when they're kind of laughing in like the living room. <laughs> That's it. The rest of it is just Reinhardt doing all the work. Yeah, uh, well, because this is really not about Torbjorn, right? Like, yes, she is his daughter, um, but at the end of the day, you know, she is a her own person who has her own role in Overwatch, and so that's kind of what it's focusing on. Is she was responsible for creating the armor and maintaining the armor of um, of some of the troops of of Reinhardt, yeah. for example. And right. so, because of that, you know, that's kind of what they focus on. That's what her character really revi- uh, revolves around. So she is support. Um, which is an interesting choice. Uh, we now have um, another support character, which is um, which is surprising. There's seven support now. Um, she uh, and this is straight off of, of the website here. So she is considered an easy character to play, just a single star for difficulty. Uh, she specializes in armor. She uh, can throw repair packs to heal teammates and automatically heal heal nearby allies. Which I is like that. Cool. Uh, yeah. She uh, she has several abilities, of course. She has a rocket flail, uh, repair pack. She's got whip shot, a barrier shield, shield bash, which is uh, which is pretty cool. And then she has um, a rally move as well. So, you know, she's got a lot of different abilities. Um, she's 28 years old, which is cool. She so she's a little on the younger side. She's Swedish, um, and she's an engineer and an adventurer as far as her occupation is concerned. Um, I really like the character design. Yeah, the design is great. Um, I like her suit. Her suit is really cool. And they gave her... um, It's very Torb-inspired, but it also kind of gives you that Reinhardt feel, too. But in a a female format. So that's actually really cool. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, It's it's kind of a good mesh between the two levels. Yeah. and it's just, I don't know, it's kind of interesting that they added another support character, because Moira was the last new character. She was also support. Um, mm-hmm. So we've had two support back-to-back, which is which is pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Why add another support one? Um, I guess they're... I don't know if they have, like, a queue or a list, and they kind of circle around, or they just come, on, come in one day and decide they want to make this character... <laughs> But um, it kind of seems like the support characters, they like to lean towards those because they don't really get used a lot or enough. I feel like there needs to be more healers, to be honest with you, because those don't you get used a lot or enough. Well, I mean, it, it is kind of interesting. So we've had six new characters since the game originally launched. Um, we've had uh, Doomfist and then uh, five, five women, Sombra, Orissa, Moira, now Bridget. Um, Anna and uh, is that everybody? I think that's everybody. And, yeah, I think you got them all. And so, um, so it's kind of interesting because so we've added two offensive heroes, we've added uh, one tank, and then we've added uh, three support, which means we actually have not had a single new defense character at this point, right? Which is just kind of interesting. Um, they're all the originals, and I understand why you wouldn't necessarily want to put. Torbjorn's daughter in the same class as him, right? You want to separate them a little bit, give her her own identity. So that that makes sense. Um, but it's but just, couldn't she be like uh, an offensive character instead? I don't know. I feel like if he's defense, the most opposite of that is offense. <laughs> well, but offense already has the most characters. So offense has eight. There are eight offensive characters between Doomfist, Genji, McCree, Farah, uh, Reaper, Soldier 76, Sombra, and Tracer. Um, support has seven, but, uh, tank and defense each only have six. Right. So I understand huh. not going offense, especially since, uh, Doomfist and Sombra were both offensive additions. So that makes sense. Uh, I guess I'm a little more surprised that it wasn't a tank character. Well, I mean, what else, what are you going to do? She's... I don't know. I guess they would have to have re- redesigned her because she doesn't look like she would be unless she's in a giant mech suit like Reinhardt. Yeah, I mean, she would have had to have been a different character, and I think that's yeah. really what it comes down to is that what they wrote, the story that they wrote for Bridget is is a support-style character. 
So how likely do you think it is the next character will be uh, either a tank or a healer? Well, I, I think it's more likely to be defense just because we haven't had one yet. At this particular point, we've had six new characters and no uh, no new defensive characters. I mean, there's only four classes, right? So I imagine that we're going to have to get a defensive character sooner rather than later, just playing the odds. But uh, I don't know. I like her. She seems really cool. I'm actually really excited to try her out. She is in the PTR, but I have not had a chance today uh, since she was announced today. Uh, right. I'm chance. so far behind that it's going to take me hours to download to patch all, everything. <laughs> all the stuff. Yeah. So I'm probably, I'm probably just going to leave this one overnight yeah, <laughs> and yeah. maybe get to her hopefully in the next weekend or so. That would be good. Yeah. That's kind of my goal too. So, you know, hopefully check her out. Um, she's in the PTR, so it'll probably be a couple of weeks before she goes GA to, to everybody else. But right. I guess it depends how well balanced she is from the get-go. Well, and you know the PTR, everybody wants to play her, so it's going to be almost impossible to get your hands on her in a game. That's a good point. That is a good point. People always go for the new. So we'll have to see. We'll have to try it. <laughs> so right. what's uh, what else we got in the docket here? I mean, I guess I can uh, cover something. Sure, man. So just real quick and brief, since I'm the Rocket League master at this point, <laughs> um, it looks like Rocket League is going to be getting some more content, and specifically WWE. So I don't know what that means, honestly, to be honest with you. Are we talking about, like, the WWE wrestler, like, his face, like a picture of his face <laughs> on the car, or... Um, is it going to be his colors with his logo, or is it is he going to be a and uh, what do they call him an antenna spinner? <laughs> his face or something, right? So it's kind of one of those things where a little interesting, but yeah. they they they're constantly adding new content. So they've got a lot of Rick and Morty stuff, which I think is really cool. So that's cool that they're they're going to they're kind of appealing to the WWE fans. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge fandom. Um, it's something that I, I personally have not gotten too into, but I have a lot of friends who are very big WWE fans, so I'm sure they'll be excited. I imagine it'll be color schemes on, on the cars and things like that, kind of like what they did with the Nintendo exclusives. Um, but that makes sense, though. Like, they basically painted... I mean, it kind of looked like they painted the coveralls on the car and then did the green and the white and put the hat on, which was really cool. So... I mean, I don't know for a person, a wrestler. Well, I mean, you know, Metroid. Really, what Metroid's else can you car do? Is a different car, and it's really just a. It's gold, and it doesn't really look like. It's like a Lamborghini. It's awesome. It's like a Tesla, honestly. But yeah, like, it doesn't really look like Samus. It kind of does because it's got like the very cybernetic wheels, and it's green, and it's uh, gold or whatever her colors are—green, gold, or yellow. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of colorblind, so that's not the best thing <laughs> okay, for me sorry. to say. So, you know. Yes, it's cybernetic looking. Um, I actually was one of my favorite. That was the only car I used for a while, so I've changed it hmm. since then. So Rocket League is a game that I've been following, and I've picked it up for Switch, and I haven't <laughs> even played it. Shame on you, because it's amazing. <laughs> well, I intend to. I did buy it, you know, so... But I'm getting, I actually have I have it slotted to play tonight. Nice. I'm getting yeah. flooded with with games though because I, I picked up Rocket League. I picked up Bayonetta one and two, Payday two, which we'll talk <laughs> about in a bit. I'm in the middle of South Park: The Fractured Butthole. I still have to fit, uh, play Wolfenstein two. Yeah. So I'm just I'm drowning. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you, man. Because come March. Um, Dark Souls is going to be released. Um, there's a couple other games that are going to be re- released this month, March, um, that I'm kind of like, damn, do I even have enough money for all these games? Let me see here. <laughs> Let me see the March lineup. Well, see, I, I've been really careful. I've been using a lot of uh, points from, uh, you know, like Amazon and Best Buy, that kind of thing. To So I pre-order the games, I get the 20% off there, and then I use points to pay down that even more. So, like, I paid, like, $2 for the two Bayonetta games. Good for you. That's that's great. You know, no, that's, that's a good deal. It's the only way I can keep up with it, man. It really yeah. is. It does help that um, the Bayonetta games are a little cheaper and the 
payday was forty nine dollars if you ordered pre ordered it on Amazon or or Best Buy. It's twenty percent off of that, so it was only forty bucks. Yeah, that that seemed like you know a pretty good deal. I thought. So I'm trying to look through the list here because there's a couple ones that I'm like, oh yes, you know, for oh, the Switch up, particularly of upcoming games. Yeah, so one I had on my radar, which is not for the Switch, but um, A Way Out. That was that kind of that heist game-ish where they're trying to break out of prison. It is a local split-screen co-op, so that that immediately has me in interested. Is that PS4? That is PS4. Okay. Um, the Far Cry games, which I'm not even really a big fan of. Um, <laughs> well, so Assassin's Creed Origins just released their tour guide mode, which... I'm actually really excited to check out. Tour guide? Yeah, so um, Assassin's Creed Origins takes place in in, in Egypt. Right. Um, you know, with uh, Cleopatra and, and that era. And so um, I'm a big Egypt fan when I was a kid growing up. Anytime we could do, like, a, a country or a, a civilization project, I would always pick Egypt if, it, if I could. And uh, so they, what they cool. did is uh, they built this game around a lot of historical information and data. It's not perfect, and, and some and some that they made up, which was true. Well, they didn't make it up; it was based on a hypothesis. <laughs> yeah. Turns out it was real. Exactly, secret tunnel in in the in the uh, pyramid. They had mapped it out, and no one's seen it. No one's discovered it. They mapped it out completely, almost to spec. Well, you know, it was based on on hypothesized data from historians and turned out to be true, which is super cool. It's an amazing attention to detail. And so they they were building a tour mode that is no combat. It is essentially not a game. It's really a virtual tour of ancient Egypt. And various historians have information about the the different locations, the buildings, the statues, you know, things of that nature. And it's, it's totally educational. It's basically like a, an interactive history channel experience. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm actually really excited to check that out. Um, just to kind of see all the information that's in there. So the, that's, I mean, that's super great. Like, I guess they're going to give you like, I mean, they could show you all of Egypt because they've built this world. To spec. More or less, yeah. So, okay, so speaking of virtual, though, I'm curious. So the PSVR is on sale until March 3rd. You can get it for $199.99. Most of the games are on sale, too. Are you going to pick it up? I can't. Guys, I just bought a new truck, and <laughs> I, I put all of my money down on this new truck. So I do not have any extra funds for VR. I wanted to because... If you guys recall from the earlier episodes, my semi price point was one ninety nine. Here it is. <laughs> so, well, I'm with you there, man. I also got a new vehicle uh, on the, basically the same day as you. So, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not getting it either. But I was just curious if that was something you were picking up or not. I, I am very interested in it. Um, I probably have to wait till it goes down again in in um, during the Christmas rush i'm sure it'll go down around that because well, i figure if you wait too long there's got to be a new version coming out right that's better <laughs> so you might as well wait <laughs> well, that's kind of like where i am at this point is the psvr has been out for quite some time i still have i don't have a launch ps4 but i've got that arkham knight edition so it's not a slim it's pre-slim so it's still right. the older ps4 it's a 500 gig hard drive um a couple of people you know, mentioned that there might be some lag since i don't have you know, the, the newer PS4 pro or anything like that. So right. I don't know. That's a, no, that's a really good point. You know, it's, you get PS, you get PS VR and I've got a launch date PS4 and I've already noticed it running slow. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's like you got this new $200 toy and you can't really play with it as, as good as you should. So maybe it is better just to wait and upgrade everything to 4k at the same time. Just I mean, go maybe, full out. Maybe. Though I have, I have thought about just swapping the hard drive out for a, a new higher capacity SSD. Yeah, that would probably help a lot. Make it a lot. Um, well, I mean, that really would improve the performance other than how quickly it loads the games, right? Yeah, it loads areas in the games and things like that. Just generic yeah, that's, load times. Right, yeah, yeah. 
So I think mine is suffering from RAM. It's suffering, and I'm not like maxed out on on the gigabytes, but it, I think it's suffering from RAM. It's just getting slow, and I don't know if there's caching. I don't know how to even delete that on there. <laughs> I don't um, know. You might be surprised. A newer a new hard drive might bring new life into it. We'll see. It might, if it, the SSDs aren't too expensive, but. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It's a, it's a price thing, right? So, like, if you're going to spend $200... You ready to avoid your manufacturer warranty? <laughs> well, it's it's more of, of just if you're going to spend $200 on a hard drive, then should you just spend the ex, the, the next 200 and get a PS4 Pro that's brand new all around? Right. That's kind of how... I don't know. you got to weigh the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the March releases here for Switch. Yeah. Just going to go down the list here. Kirby Star Allies, March 16th. Nintendo Labo. Oh, sorry. There's going to be a... It's in April, but there's actually going to be a little demo thing available in March. Um, Donkey Kong Jungle Freeze, which you said you were going to get. March, or, excuse me, May 4th. These are all wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> This is what you get for going off script. I'm not going off script. <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces is probably going to be this March. And then there's going to be some new, uh, looks like uh, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition is coming out in March. Cool. So that's it. I mean, are you interested in that Donkey Kong game? That's um, May. Well, so I'm a little on the fence about it because I have the Wii U version of the game. So I could always just hook my Wii U back up and play that and be done with it. But, you know, uh, I, look, hooking up another console is never easy, right? So right. I've got two different areas in my house that, that I game if you're not counting my PC. And I've got my main gaming area, which is current gen. And then I've got my retro gaming area. And the Wii U at the moment is just not hooked up. Um, it doesn't really quite fit in either spot. And it's kind of just sitting there, kind of like how the Wii U always has. It's it's a weird console that doesn't quite fit in, even though it's got some great games. Um, you know, it really does. I, I, I have a lot of games for the Wii U, uh, but it just doesn't seem to fit into my gaming schedule anymore. You're obviously going to keep it because you don't get rid of anything. <laughs> That's not true. I, tr- I trade in, right, is okay, the thing. Okay. But, but the trick here is the my Wii U also has my Wii on it because if you if you had a Wii you could transfer the Wii to the Wii U as essentially like a Wii emulator totally official so my Wii is on that Wii U and I've got my whole virtual console and all yeah, of those games that I've that alone is worth it the virtual console since we don't really have one so um, like I don't really want to get rid of that right so I'm going to keep that in case I ever want to break those out and um, I would have used it more often but I kind of got back into retro gaming so I actually got a GameCube you know, yeah. and uh, for the girl, I, I picked up uh, a PS2 so she could play Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, because they're about to release the third one here this this year. Mm-hmm. So she's got to get caught up, man. She's got to play those again. So it's just, you know, I started to spiral, spiral out a little bit, you know. And so <laughs> um, I kind of started focusing on my retro game collection and the Wii, the Wii U and the Wii are... Not quite old enough to be retro yet, in my opinion, but they're still not new enough for me to keep playing in in my living room, if that makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. They 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 demoted to the this extra office room. <laughs> I, I mean, at the moment, the Wii U is just in purgatory. It's sitting in a box, totally. Oh, safe. it's even and, worse. Well, I just don't have the space for it. I need a better setup. That's the truth. We gotta. I've been watching a lot of home like uh, home makeover shows. We need to knock a wall out and recess your <laughs> recess. We need to cut down that room that's behind where your TV's on. We need to cut that down and recess your uh, entertainment system into that wall. <laughs> Don't tempt me, man. Don't tempt me. Are you, are you offering to help? Is that what you're doing? I, I would definitely help, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much I can lend hand wise because I don't know what I'm doing either. I just watched the show. <laughs> hey, man, you re- like you redid your bathroom. I've never done I did. stuff like that. I did. So I did, and it took me a long time because not because I couldn't do it or 
I just, I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> so it took months for no reason. It could have been done in a weekend. Well, I, um, I, I don't do that stuff very often. Um, I've done very few things to like run cables and things like that and mounted TVs, but uh, otherwise I, I do electronics. That's what I do. So. <laughs> yeah. No All right, problem, so man. let's finish up our news here. We've got uh, one more thing before we go to Payday 2, and that is uh, PS Plus, um, especially yes. since we're talking PlayStation. So Sony announced today, uh, this being February 28th when we're recording, that uh, next March they will be ending the PS Plus free games for PS3 and Vita. Um now, it's a year out, which is a ton of time, uh, I guess is the idea here being that for anyone that's going to be renewing in March, this is your warning that you will not have this in your last month of service, um, which I guess is, is fair. I appreciate their, their openness about that, but here's basically what's happening. So for those who don't know, if you are a PS Plus member, uh, similar to Xbox Live Gold, every month there are rotating games that you can get for free. Um, you can download them and you can play them for as long as you want. Um, delete them again, download them again. As long as you are still a plus member, you can access those games. So it's pretty cool. You can get some really neat stuff out of those, those lists. I've got, you know, between the Xbox and the PlayStation, I've, I've got some cool things between some Assassin's Creed's and uh, right. Sunset Overdrive, Journey. Um, there's, there's been some really solid games out there. So with PlayStation, though, it's a little unique. You get three essential generations platforms of games. You would get two PS4 games, two PS3 games that would be backwards compatible, and two Vita games. So That's nice. Yeah, so if you had a PS4 and a Vita, you could essentially get up to six free games a month that you could just play as part of your PS Plus. Um, so if you never bought another game... You know, you're talking, you know, um, you're talking a large number here. You're talking, what, what is that? So that's uh, 72 games in a year. Um, so you're talking 72 free games that theoretically you could play. That number is going to shrink. So they're going to focus only on PS4 titles and just those two. So essentially, for that group of people that have a Vita, um, you're now going from 72 titles down to just 24. Yeah, I mean that's not terrible. Uh, did you actually see the PS4 games that you actually get free copies of? Well, Bloodborne. it changes every month, right? Yeah, so but Bloodborne. This is, is a good month. Yeah, March. A big one. March is good. Uh, Bloodborne and Ratchet and Clank. Those are two really good titles. Very um, strong. But the PS3 titles are pretty strong too, because you've got Legend of K and Mighty Number no. Nine. I don't think I know. What is Mighty Number no. Nine? Mighty Number no. Nine is essentially a tribute to Mega Man. It uh, was a Kickstarter. It had a lot of controversy around it. It didn't quite live up to the hype, but it's still a good platformer. Uh, it's not necessarily revolutionary. It may not be as good as some of the better Mega Man games, but it is not a bad platformer by any means. Yeah, I can. I'm looking at it. It's pretty. It didn't do very well critically, but um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, people wanted a Mega Man game, and that's it's, that's not what it is. And we're going to get a new Mega Man game now. This, of course, was well before that. Um, right. And so it, it, it probably will just kind of fade away. Um, those who don't have a PS, uh, PlayStation, um, Mighty Number no. 9 is available on other platforms. So that's what's happening. So March 2019, it is going to go down to just two PS4 titles. A month, it's still 24 free games a year for PS Plus members, so I don't own a Vita, uh, so I, I was already missing out on a third of those titles anyway, and, um, you know, not everyone's going to want every title, so that's, you know, just be realistic about it, I guess is my point. I, I think Bloodborne, I honestly, that is an excellent game, and I think that I love that game, so to get that for free is really cool. Have you ever played any of the Bloodborne games? So I have not. Um, well, I guess there's only one, but... It's, it's, um, it's connected to Dark Souls, right? Kinda. Not really. Is it just a, um, like a spiritual successor to, to Dark Souls? I thought there was a connection. Between. I mean... I don't think... Maybe it's, maybe it's inspired, but... 
the game is really cool. It's very much, it's very much like those uh, Bayonetta games where you're kind of, you're walking around, but you're still on rails and you're fighting from this high third point, third view. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But like, it's supposed to be like brutally difficult, like the Dark Souls games. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And there are different bosses depending on um, where you go at, at specific times. So, yeah, there's one really hard boss that you can only run into at a specific time in the game. And if you miss that, you won't ever fight him. Mm. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. It's an excellent game. Nice. All right, man. Well, let's move on to Payday 2. So what do you got for me? Well, um, let's start with my first impression. And now I did play this game on PS2. Three or four, I forget what it came out. It's a little bit older. It's a little bit dated of a game. And all of the features that they had added, and if you remember our last episode, we had discussed that this was kind of a mocked version that missed a lot of those features and updates. It's very apparent. And there's a lot of things that you're like, man, this would be better if this. Um, I will say on the Switch, though, it doesn't look bad. The graphics look great. They look just as good as they they do on any other system. Um, It's a little weird to get used to the controls. Uh, They're not as responsive. This isn't like Doom. It's not a responsive type game. Um, But there's a lot of shooting and accuracy is important, um, all that stuff. But I, I think overall it plays pretty well. And I think it looks good. And the menu is the same, but it feels weird for some reason. I don't know if they rearranged it or something. So I want to put, I want to say this. So when you first load up the game, they basically, there's no tutorial. It's basically just, do you want to start? And it's like, yes, I want to start or no. And, uh, and go to main menu. So I accidentally hit yes. And it throws you right into a mission and, you literally don't even know the controls. Thankfully, there's little help icons that kind of, when you walk up to something, that tell you what to press to engage with that. But if you don't know anything about the game, you're just pretty much like, what am I doing here? What is going on? Um, so that's kind of a little weird. <laughs> I will say one of the biggest downfalls of this game, as it is a cooperative game, uh, if you're playing online, if you're not, you can play offline and play with the computer who sucks and does not shoot any police officers. Um, So I recommend co-op. You have no way of communicating. You can do this little chat thing, or this little typing chat thing like you can in Rocket League right now. It sucks, because in the middle of battle, you're not going to go, hey, can you go get them? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So it definitely desperately needs voice chat. It desperately needs it. If you're going to play cooperative online... This is a necessity. And I know some news came out recently from Nintendo. Um, Basically, Payday 2 developers were like, hey, we're waiting on Nintendo to tell us, make this active. Put the voice chat in in the game. Um, And apparently, I guess it's, it's compatible right now with the voice chat app that Switch has. But they're just kind of putting them in limbo, and I think a lot of that has to do with they're going to make them wait until they come up with their actual online system. You get what I mean? Yeah, it's a little weird. So we talked about how ridiculous Nintendo's VoIP currently is, Um, but uh, Splatoon is the only game that uses it. They said this one, you can use it on this one. Um, Well, but you can't yet. No, but it'll be available in July. So like that's that's the thing, right? Like, so it's one of those things where the app is out there. Nintendo really only has one game that uses it. It's a first party game, you know, Splatoon Two. Um, so in the meantime, you have to what? What do you have to use? Like a like a Discord server or something? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, like I guess if I you and I wanted to talk, I could spin up a Discord server. It, <laughs> yeah, or we can do it through the the lame texting chat. So. Which is not – it's just ineffective for this kind of thing. So you're, you're, you're really just playing with people and hoping they know what's going on in the game. Um, but you have no way of communicating with them. Um, 
Yeah, you're totally right. Splatoon is the only one that uses it. And from what I've heard, it's not even really that user-friendly. Hmm. So... Well, so no, I, I know the game has a LAN multiplayer, like local access multiplayer, where if you bring your Switch over, we can each yeah. play on our own Switches. But does it act so, but but you can also play multiplayer just straight up online? Yeah, you can play it on. Actually, you only have two options: play offline or play online. Okay. Um, so that that's really those missions either be. Offline or online, and and really, I I just played it offline, and I tr- I played a couple missions, a couple days. So it it, it breaks down the heist in days, and uh, I did a couple days in, online, and it was a little difficult, and it took a little long to find players who wanted to play those. Um, but I will say it, it still plays really good. One of the things, and I, I guess I must have just completely spaced out on this because of all the marketing material, Payday 2 I thought was a third-person shooter for some reason. And the way they market it, it looks like a third-person shooter, but it's a first-person shooter. Yeah, you mentioned that to me earlier today, and I was really caught off guard because as, as someone who's never played, I always thought it was a third-person game too. Yeah. I uh, I read that the PC versions that uh, people got them on Steam. There was one level or heist that was in third person, and people preferred it a lot better. Huh? But um, yeah, <laughs> it's not, and the marketing is very a little misleading in that aspect. I mean, it plays fine. It doesn't matter. It, it's not like it's not Doom. So, <laughs> right, but right. yeah, yeah. I I I'd say. The game is a good seven, and nothing better, nothing worse right now, just based on functionality and uh, mechanics. So, but there's a lot of cool things you can do in the game once you start playing it. Like, I mean, we have I haven't gotten to the planning portion of it. I'm not far enough in the game, but yeah, you can really plan things. You can, you know, you get perks and you can get custom masks, and some of them are actually kind of interesting um so there's a lot of customizable things you can do but i i just think it nintendo is are they going to just do this for all the games from this point forward just say hey you, you you can play online just make sure it doesn't have any communication with the players until we until we launch our thing well they're supposed to launch it this year though so it's it's only really a matter of time i suppose it's been a while we've been um, I mean, don't, I'm not going to complain because it's it's been free, but it's been a while, and I think uh, you guys you already hit your, you're going to hit your one year mark this month in March. Yeah, I mean this so this episode is going to release on March first. Saturday is the one year anniversary of the Switch right. launch. Right, and they still don't have a, <laughs> a proper uh, online system. Yeah, it's a little weird. It is a little weird, um, but that's going to impact some stuff. So um, we uh, are going to, for people who have not been keeping up, part of our delay here is a change of format a little bit. So we are moving to a bi-weekly format, um, which means every other week we will have a podcast and the alternating weeks we will be streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash heroes podcasts. Um, you can follow us there, please. And uh, we're shooting for, we haven't quite nailed down the exact time yet, but I think we're shooting for 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Yeah, yeah, we're going to we're gonna probably be between 7.30 and 8. It just kind of depends um, on the day, but we'll get that all ironed out for you guys and we'll make sure it's consistent for you. And but, it'll be Monday nights. Yes. Um, and so we have not decided what our first game will be yet. Uh, we're going to be talking about that over the next couple of days here as we get ready. Um, so please come watch us. It'll be fun. We'll talk to you, and you can see how spectacularly we, we fail on this first run. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard because a lot of the games we want to play that are local co-op or co-op at all are, are um, <laughs> Switch games, but <laughs> there's really there's no way to get that, you know? So yeah, we're kind of in a, in a weird spot. Us. We can do it if, if we if we're both here at my place. I have the setup for it, but for us both to do it from our own houses was a, a bit of an undertaking. So, 
Um, yeah, yeah, especially because you can't, you don't get any audio, you, no commentary. I mean, I suppose we could <laughs> play the game and do a voiceover. <laughs> no, we'll we'll do something fun. We'll figure it out. But we're going to be doing uh, the whole gambit, everything that we can we can think of. Uh, tons of different platforms and generations. We'll be playing modern stuff like Switch. We'll play PC titles. We'll play retro games on you know the Super Nintendo and and even farther back than that. Um, so, you know, if there's something you don't like one week, come back for the next one. We promise to keep it interesting and fresh and doing every kind of genre we can get our hands on. Uh, but I think that's it, man, for us uh, tonight. Yeah. Do you have anything else? No, no. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we're going to get you guys some more content. So that's that's the most important part is we you get to listen to us talk and watch us play. So yeah, be on the lookout. That's exactly right. So follow us. On social media at Heroes Podcasts, yes, that's plural. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, especially to check out our bi-weekly game streaming that will start on Monday, March fifth. So uh, join us that night for whatever that first game will be. Of course, we are on iTunes. You can also find us on Google Play, Blog Talk Radio, and Spreaker, or you can go to HeroesPodcasts.com and stream from there, or grab the RSS feed. Uh, John, you can also be found at Buster Props, where you uh, sculpt and make uh, cosplay props and collectibles as well, right? This is correct. This is uh, this is what drove me nearly to insanity last month. So yes, <laughs> you can find me at Buster Props, and if you have anything you want created from any video game you can think of, and you just wish you had a that piece to hold or wear. Give me, a, give me a shout. Shoot me a message. I'd be happy to get you a quote and um, make something for you. Awesome. And I am at the Star Trek Dude on Twitter and Facebook. Come talk gaming and Trek with me. We will catch you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.